attention. You know, the idea, and just reverse roles, if you would, for a second. Imagine, if you will, that there was a, a case before the Supreme Court that had conservatives angry and upset. And they went to the homes of, well, we'll say Ruth Bader Ginsburg. You know, if they had gone to her home to protest, to complain, whatever it might be, oh, the media would have gone crazy. Same would be true today if she went to Stephen, if they went to Stephen Breyer's home and so forth. That's still the truth. And yet, it's perfectly okay, apparently, when liberal activists go to the homes of conservative justices, angry, demanding that they rule the way they want to, which, by the way, is a violation of federal law. A violation of federal law. Joining me, David Coleman, Senior Counsel, Great Lakes Justice Center. David, good to see you again today. Good morning, Steve. So, I mean, this is pretty, and again, if roles were reversed, the media would be going, oh, these terrible thugs, these white supremacists in the streets, you know, clamoring for this or that. But it's perfectly okay, and we just heard Jen Psaki say that uh, the president, they're not going to really weigh in on this. The Department of Justice isn't going to do anything at all about the protesters uh, complaining about what's happening with the Supreme Court and so forth. Um, but explain to the folks why this is illegal and how long it's been illegal to try to intimidate judges, juries, the judiciary in general. Sure. There's actually a couple statutes, Steve, but the, the main one is 18 U.S. Code 1507, 1507. It's called Parading and Picketing is the title on the on the statute. It says anybody with the intent to obstruct or impede the administration of justice or, listen to this, or with the intent to influence any judge in the discharge of his or her duty, and they picket or parade near a courthouse or their residence, then they are subject to a fine and up to one year in prison. So, you know, I think that's a pretty clear statute. Now, you might have some First Amendment implications here. Can people protest as long as they do it peacefully? And, you know, there's some First Amendment defenses that might be there. But there is a statute that makes it a crime to do what these folks are doing, especially at the judges' houses. Uh, that That's very clearly... Their attempt is to influence the judges to change their ruling. And that's what they're trying to do. So that's sure. a clear violation of federal law. So the Washington Post reporting over the weekend, though, that the intimidation tactics and, and Chief Justice John Roberts said, look, uh, no matter what you do here, the leak, that's not going to change anything. You know, the protest is not going to change. You're not going to bully the court. Our decision will be the same. And apparently, according to the Washington Post, like I began to say over the weekend, it is still the same. Uh, five justices, at least, are strongly in favor of the decision that we saw come out in February from Justice Samuel Alito, that draft uh, decision. And it doesn't look clear that John Roberts will join that decision. But he's going to be somewhere in the middle because apparently he was willing to support a 15-week ban on abortion but wasn't willing to go this far. So you've got a fractured court, three, one, and five, but those five will carry the day. It does send a bad decision back to the states to decide. It doesn't outlaw abortion in America. And I suggest to the left, if you'd like to change the way that this is applied, abortion law is applied in America, then pass it through the legislatures of the states or get it through Congress. They can do uh, neither in some states, and that's their complaint. And so they try to put through their ideology, their agenda, using the courts. That's what the whole game is, isn't it? That's exactly right. And and this argument and this hysteria 
over abortion will now be banned. I mean, that's just blatantly false. It's not true. It just means it goes back to the state. It goes back to the people to vote through their legislature, through ballot proposals, and it allows everybody to participate and have their voice be heard. But apparently the left doesn't want that. They want to intimidate, threaten, force, you know, impose their will on anyone, the, the total lack of tolerance of other people's point of view. And they're just trying to bully their way to a decision that they want. And also, Judge, uh, this other um, uh, statute that I referenced earlier it prohibits attacking religious institutions, churches, nonprofit organizations, that sort of thing. And we saw what happened in Wisconsin this weekend with the pro-life clinic being firebombed. That's a clear violation, and that's a very hefty uh, penalty. You can actually receive up to the death penalty, depending on what occurs uh, in such an attack. So these are laws that are in place and are clearly not being enforced by the Biden administration. And you can bet if the roles were reversed, if this were a pro-life person wrongly attacking an abortion clinic or something like that, you can bet they'd be in jail right now and being held without bond and being held in solitary confinement, just like other political prisoners are being held right now. Yeah, it's, it's a great point you make there. If you're on one side of the coin and you cross the line, you get tossed in jail without a trial, without bail even on misdemeanor charges, right? And if you're on the other side, I guess you get to slide and it's no big deal. Nobody bats an eye. I'll give you the last word, David. Right. Yeah, the unequal uh, application of the law is what gets people upset here. Nobody should get away with violating the law. I don't care which side of this debate or whatever the issue is. Nobody should be getting away with it. The law should be applied equally, and it's not being done here, and that's what gets people upset. Uh, well, that's exactly right. That's what gets people upset. Uh, David Coleman, Senior Counsel, Great Lakes Justice Center, always bring uh, light to the darkness. Thank you, sir, for that. Thanks, Steve. Great to be with you again. Take always. care. Always. Thank you, my friend. Yeah, so, you know, you can protest in front of a home, as long as you're on the, the team that's approved by the uh, media and so forth. If you're not on the approved team, then you're not allowed to do that. And they will call you names and smear you. Or as they did on The View yesterday, call uh, black Republicans an oxymoron. They'll smear whoever they can. If you don't agree with their message, you're an Uncle Tom, you're an oxymoron, you're a white supremacist, you're whatever you are, right? All of this nonsense gets dragged out and people get dragged through the mud. Enough, I say. Enough. Quick break. This is the Steve Gerber Show. Chamber of Commerce. We represent the bakers, auto repair shops, manufacturers, small business owners. Our job is to help businesses succeed by giving them a voice against restrictive regulations and overreaching government. Our commitment is to create and promote good public policy that will restore a strong, healthy economy. Our focus is being your champion for free enterprise. We are the Michigan Chamber, and we stand ready to fight for Michigan. To learn more about the Michigan Chamber and how to become a member, visit michamber.com. Do you have what it takes to be an entrepreneur? Have you done your due diligence on the most important component of your new business? You. Introducing the Grind Score, a tool to help you analyze how you will impact your startup. 
The Grind Score is a 24-question quiz developed by co-founder and co-CEO of Bigby Coffee, Michael McFall. Get his real-world insight and feedback on what he has seen work and not work in a startup. Go to thegrindscore.com and start your journey. That's thegrindscore.com. Thegrindscore.com.